the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Hi, how are you today? I'm so happy to be with you. It's a wonderful day because we're talking about expecting great things from God, that God has great things for you. You know, God loves you more than you love yourself and God understands you better than you understand yourself. He created you and God wants only the best for you. Isn't that encouraging? We can expect great things from God today. The question is, are we prepared to yield to God's will? You know, the will of God is always good. It's perfect. It's acceptable. So remember this prayer is not a way for us to get God to do what we want. (laughs) Oh, surprise. No, prayer is not a way for us to get God to do what we want. Prayer is a way for us to become useful for God, for him to do what he wants. It's not our will, but his will be done. Not what I want, but what you want, God. And before you get too discouraged about that, realize what he wants is great. What he wants is good. It may not always feel good at the time. And he sometimes has us to do hard things or he tests our heart or he walks us through a valley. But prayer is a way for us to become instruments for God, useful for God to do what he wants and to expect him to do great things. So let's look at this. Ephesians 3.20. Now unto God, unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us. So God's ability to answer our prayer goes exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think. And what God wants to do is far better and far greater, far more than anything that we could even think of for ourselves. And so as long as we limit God to doing what we want, how we want it, the way we want it, when we want it, that we're going to miss out. We'll miss out on what he wants. So in order to receive God's best, we have to come to him with reverent submission. You know, I'm... God, I'm not coming to you to be healed because I want to be healed. I'm coming to you to be healed because I know it's your will for me to be healed or restored or renewed or replenished for your kingdom. You know, God wants to do more. He wants to do even more than we can imagine. And it's our attitude toward him. It's our heart toward him. And our heart toward him, it's really like this. God, I want to be close to you. I want to be close to you through the seasons of life, the ups and the downs, the hills and the valleys. God, I want to hear from you what you want, not what I want and what I think is best. 
And and really, it's when you've come to the end of yourself. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to somebody this week, and they, I said, "Oh, this is good," and they said, "No, I don't, I don't understand what you mean, Jennifer." I said, "Yeah, because you just told me that you have no resources left. You just told me that you have no ideas left. Nothing in your own power, nothing in your own strength is going to solve this problem." And I see that as good. Because when we get to that point and we say, God, only you, then he can move. And it's what he wants. It's not our ability. It's not our knowledge. It's not our ideas. It's not our our f- sheer strength and willpower. No, no, no. We get to a point where it's all, God, I can't. I can't. But you can. And then he gets to do what he wants. So let's review the last few days. Uh, we want to renounce our own will. <laughs> Say, God, not not my plans. Oh, no, your plans. And embrace his will. That's what Jesus did in the Garden of Gethsemane. And Jesus was flat on his face. We, we looked at that in the previous episode. It was Jesus' reverent submission to God that answered his prayer. He said to the Father, not as I will, but as, as thy will. So prayer is not the way to get God to do what we want but for us to become available to him, for him to do what he wants. And what God wants is always exceedingly abundantly above what we could ask or think. And so we want to pray according to his will and pray on a much higher level than we could ever pray than we pray to our our own will. And it takes faith. It takes faith to do what I'm talking about. It takes faith to expect God to do great things in your life. Hebrews 11.6 says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that, for the one that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So faith is essential if we are to be uh, ex- expecting these great things from God. And anyone who comes to God, number one, must believe that he exists, and number two, that he rewards those who earnestly seek him he wants to reward you i helped a woman it's been a while and so that's why i feel like i could share the story with you but she had she'd come she was truly a refugee she was in a a country in africa and that country was at war and she had a baby boy and she was fleeing her country in a war it was a, a famine situation it was a terrible war and she was fleeing. Her husband had already made it to the United States. And I, I don't know, for whatever reason, she and the baby boy, I think he was, I don't know, he was older than one, but he wasn't two. And so he was still a baby. Uh, and they were fleeing as refugees, this, this war-torn situation. And all she had left at a certain point was a water bottle. For the baby she had lost the milk she had no milk she dried up no milk she had no resources it was it was really bad very traumatic and as she fled with the baby boy and the water bottle she said Lord this water and this bottle for the baby is an act of faith that you are going to get us through this and that he's gonna live and that I'm, I'm depending on you Lord God, I'm asking you in faith that this water would be like milk, and it's not, and I know it's not. And so she fled, and she got to safety, and she got to a place where the baby was fed, and and she she made it 
across the border. She made it into another family and friend's home, and they fed them and clothed them and uh, bandaged them and cared for them, and the baby lived. And it was such a miracle. And that baby is 17 now. <laughs> that baby's tall and, and big and grown, and, and she made it from there to America to her husband safely. And we were talking, you know, and she shared all these things with with me. It was such an unbelievable uh, event in her life. But as a result of that, she had great faith. She knew God had answered her prayer. She knew God had done a miracle, really, uh, with the water. It, it was multiplied. It was, it was sustenance when it really shouldn't have been enough. It was more than enough. And God had brought her all the way from there to the United States to her husband. She had a home now. And we, we talked further because she would spend a lot of time in prayer and she had such a great faith and there were different things that she would, she wanted and she would fight for those things. And I remember talking to her and saying, you know, now you don't have to fight anymore. God will fight for you. He fought for you in that war And now you've got to lay down your will, this fighting spirit that you had. I mean, she would fight her husband. She would fight her friends. She would fight her bosses. And and she just, I think she had fought so hard to survive that this fighter in her, which was great to get her across the border, to get her to, you know, it helped her to survive. But now she needed to rely on God and she needed to lay down her will. And, And we worked that through and she did. And God ended up. As she submitted her plans and her life to him, he restored everything for her. That was just such a beautiful story. And God wants to do the same thing for you. We have to believe that he exists. We have to earnestly seek him. And, you know, you don't need a, a doctrine or theology or creed just to, to say, begin to say, God, I, I believe you. I have confidence and trust in you as a person and in God's character, his reliability. This is knowing God. It says in Psalm 38, 18 to 22, behold, the eyes of the Lord are, is upon those that fear him, upon those that hope in his mercy to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive from fan, famine. That's what God did for her. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help. He is our shield for our heart will rejoice in him because we have trusted in his holy name. Let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us according to as we hope in you. You know, the thing that generates faith is simply this. We believe in God's goodness. We believe in God's faithfulness. We believe in his reliability. You know, unbelief casts a bad reflection on the character of God. It's a picture of God that's false and unattractive. But we can approach God in faith, especially in prayer. Matthew twenty-one, twenty-two. above all things, whatever you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. And 1 John 5.14, this is the confidence we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Faith is confidence in God himself. And that's what my friend had. She was in a war-torn situation with a baby, with no food, with a water bottle. And she said, God, I have faith in you. I have faith in you that you're going to get us across this. You're going to sustain us. And God did. What are you believing God for today? What is your act of faith? What is your water bottle, so to speak, today? Declare it to God. Tell him, I believe. I believe that you 
love me. I believe that I can have confidence in you. I have faith for these great things. God wants to do great things. We have to expect great things. We can rely on God. We can count on him. He's reliable. He's faithful. When we have faith, it's in a faithful God. He's faithful. So what re- what can how do we acquire this faith, Jennifer? How do we get it? It says in Romans 10:17, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Oh, I hope that the word of God today has gone deep into your heart that you're going to see that God wants to do exceedingly abundantly above all you could ask, think, or even imagine. <laughs> he loves you. He cares for you. He wants to be close to you through this season of your life. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you have been listening to Simply for Women. What a wonderful time together to, to grow, to just Draw close to the Lord. Have faith in him. He is a faithful God. Have that confidence today as you walk forward and stay with us because we have a great story, a testimony of a wonderful life laid down. I want you to hear it. And in the meantime, go to Jennifer-Jackson.org because I have dream sheets for you. A free download at the store, 2023 Dream Sheets. Plan your year. Give it to God. Stay tuned. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.